meeting is being recorded. Hello, everyone. Hello. Oh. Hello. We have not done a podcast in a while. I'm happy to all be chatting. Um. So the topic that came to me this week, and I'm intrigued to hear your thoughts, was can you follow up too quickly? There's, there's, well, then we can go the opposite way of what's like, what's irresponsible for slow follow-up. But like, I was thinking about like, I was so excited about a call and I was like, is it like a little like too much? Like, do you have to like give it a little bit of space, you know? So that is a topic that I found interesting. And then when is it, is it too, too much? Um, uh, what are you guys trying to think who has an eager face? Christy. What do you? I definitely think you can follow up too quickly. I mean, I think it's it's almost similar to like the rule of dating, right? Like you want to follow up in an appropriate amount of time, but if you follow up five minutes after the date, you look a little clingy. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, depending on whether you're talking to like a client or a customer or something you're prospecting, I think it's different depending on possibly who it is. But I always see like too quick a follow up. It almost makes me feel like the people have nothing happening, which doesn't make me feel. I guess, like if you're talking to a customer, right, you're trying to sell them something and you follow up with them right away, it's almost like, do you have no business happening for this product that you can do that? I, yeah, I think this is a sneaky, fascinating subject also. Uh, what do you, while we're, while you're here, Christy, what do you think is officially like irresponsible and too long? Like as 20, yeah, what do you think? I mean, I would say obviously no longer than 24 hours. I like same day follow-up unless there was a reason, you know, like I let them know I'm going to go get an answer for you on pricing and we'll come back to you within a day or two. Then I would, then I would wait until I had that information. Yeah. I also think you have to let them know if I'm like, if it's end of the day, like now two twenty Eastern standard time, if I have a call, like I'll let them know that like, you will, you will get an email from me uh, tomorrow morning or tomorrow on the earlier side. So uh, Chris, what do you think? Um, yeah, I agree with, uh, you know, what Christy said. I think, um, I think it also depends on, you know, the level of relationship you already have with that customer. Right. I mean, if you're really, really close or, you know, you've met him a bunch of times, I mean, I don't know, some of those rules are out the window. Right. I mean, follow up in 10 minutes, you don't create, you're not crazy. They, don't, they know who you are. You know, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess I, I, I see it like it, it gives you more freedom there, you know? And then, um, like with me, I would say, yeah, I agree with you. I think if you have a meeting at like nine o'clock in the morning, the day that day, then maybe you should follow up the same day. I mean, maybe the next day would be okay. Like not crazy, but I think, yeah, definitely. I would say like noon, maybe noon would be the cutoff, it, right? Before noon, same day, afternoon, it, maybe the next day. It's funny. Right. So this initially entered my head as a real thing. I had a meeting such a guess, call it three, four years ago at LinkedIn in New York at the Empire State Building. And I had a meeting with them called like 11 o'clock. And, uh, and they're like, hey, stay, right? It's free cafeteria, like have some lunch. And I busted open the laptop. I was so excited. I like sent them an email like 30 minutes after we met. And I'm like, and I could tell right when I said, I'm like, that's so aggressive. And also, yeah, but so that's when that, this first entered my head. Yes, uh, yeah. Brooke, what if do you, you think? Don't know, if you don't know him, it's scary, but you know. Yeah. Whatever. Brooke, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of the same a few hours after, but if it's a late meeting, just follow up the next day. Um, I do make it a point, though, to 
verbally tell them that they'll hear from me in the next 24 hours. So um, they know they're expecting something. And I think, you know, it kind of depends on how the meeting goes as well. If something's like hot on the press and, you know, they're ready to turn it on tomorrow, um, you you follow up a little bit quicker, but... Totally. Too, like by telling, by telling them that you will follow up and even sometimes giving that time frame, it lends to your credibility later. So it's almost setting yourself up. Like if you say, Hey, I'm going to follow up with you by tomorrow at 12. And then you do, you've built this lasting impression that what you say will happen. So sometimes I would actually, I set that up and then kind of do it in order to prove that I'm trustworthy to I, new people. I, I so strongly agree because they want to know that they're working with someone who's going to be thorough and that they can trust, you know? So I, I agree. I always like setting next steps and that's what I, yeah, I think that's it. You will, yeah, you'll get an email from me. You know, for me, I sometimes say, and it's their first thing tomorrow. And like, then you, it is on, you need, you need to do that. Um, so I think it's very interesting. And yes, I agree that it's just entered my head. It's so funny that, that too quick with new relationships seems a little, li little much, right? And also, it's also, I think there's something about, right, like after a sales call, <laughs> like the momentum is going to fade. So I think there's also something about like momentum fading. Then you bring the momentum back up a little bit, you know, um, you know, if it's too quick of a fall, if it's all the same momentum. Yeah, because the interesting thing is if you send it too quick, that person may not have time to do something with it right then. So then it sits and it slow, it bogs down lower in their inbox, which is sometimes where I feel that next day, next morning follow up they are in a place to like actually take your information and do something with it. I mean, it can depend, but too quick. They'll be like, I'm not even ready to look at this. I'm on to my next meeting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm actually more a fan of, you know, even, you know, like the next day, next morning follow up. Like if I have an 11 AM meeting the day before, I see no issue following up at like eight thirty, nine o'clock the following morning. I don't think that's a big deal. I mean, to me, you know, I, I don't, doesn't seem, it doesn't seem crazy, you know, I mean, I less crazy than two hours within two hours, you know? Yeah. I think you almost hit them probably at a better point than yeah. if you have an 11 o'clock meeting and you end up sending your follow-up at three or four that emails, not, nothing's going to happen with that. All right. So this is, this is interesting. And this is really what I was thinking about and brought up with another sales friend. I'm like, is it maybe sneaky better to follow up the next day? Cause then it's like lose momentum, fresh day. So it's new momentum, new like, so, it, and it, yeah, you know, and, and I think that's in the timeliness, even if it's a morning meeting, you know, to be like, great, I will send you a follow up uh, first thing tomorrow, even if you, you know, schedule send it. So is that the move over same day? I mean, every it's case by case. I know. I, I've, I I've shifted so. that way. Yeah. I've shifted that way. You know? Hmm. Hmm. This is why we do the podcast. I think it's very, very interesting. All right, just one one more subject today. As we head into trade show season, and we have outdated, but of course still have their place, business cards. What are what are your thoughts on business cards? So, right, sometimes you have to. I guess I'll I'll, I'll start, but. Um, you know, sometimes you have to do the cliche business card thing and it has its place because you need their contact information. I would say any salesperson who thinks them giving a business card and that they're going to hear from someone, they're a fake salesperson, said respectfully. 
like you best be getting their contact information, their business card, um, and and then reaching out. It's funny in the timing of things, obviously a couple days after the trade show, so everyone can take a moment. Um, so what are your thoughts on, on, maybe there's not actually, maybe this isn't that juicy of a topic. Any thoughts on trade shows or how to interact and exchange information at trade shows, or excuse me, with business cards? Who wants to jump? <laughs> Well, you're, yeah, they're not going to reach out to you. I mean, you would have had to have some miracle thing that they're actually going to be the one to reach out. Well, I mean, that's why I usually make the joke when I give someone a, you know, a, a business card. Now, don't lose that because we all know you just like toss those. And I mean, I think most people get way too many of them. I so if I meet someone, have a good conversation at a trade show, I usually actually immediately will link in with them because that allows them that visual, right? We just met in person. They just saw my face. Now I pop up on their LinkedIn and we have like a, a again, a more personal connection and a higher chance of them. Let's like connect. Um, and then obviously I would always get their information. <laughs> yeah. 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 Whether I have to write it on my palm or take <laughs> their business card, you know, we're not yeah. leaving. I, I have that information. I, I like having something about the phone. I don't, I don't like the look of it getting there. I like having a little notebook in my back pocket. That's how I, that's what I like to do. And Christy, as you remember, I borrowed yours <laughs> at the last trade show because I did not have. Uh, Chris Brock, any thoughts on interacting and following up and exchanging information at trade shows? And there's not that much here, so. I mean, I would say like after so many trade shows and how hectic they are and how many people you meet, um, a tip that I picked up is just like writing a small note on the card of like something unique you talked about or, you know, just, just something to remind them of the conversation that you had. So when you follow up with them, like, hey, it was really nice to talk to you about this. Um, and then you follow up, so. That's a good, good one. Yeah, I guess I didn't think about it from, you know, the standpoint of the, they probably need 150,000 of me at a show. So, you know, you think you're the only one. You want to think you're the only one, but you're not. So I like your idea there, Christy, about the LinkedIn thing. That's good. I might try that because um, there was a lot of non-responses. It's tough um, because when you, you know, reach out and you go, hey, it was so great. Like, And I think Brooke's idea of, of having something to kind of draw back like a memory yeah. piece because – they, you meet so many people when you work booths, right? And it's like, yeah. which girl were you with the long, dark hair? I mean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that's amazing because you, yeah, you you think that you're, oh my God, that conversation is amazing. But then you have 30 more. Like I remember sometimes, you know, you can buy that, that the apps, the scanner apps. And like that was so important is making those notes. Yeah. That you'll actually remember. Because if it, yeah, I, I. So something else I saw after, I think it was Expo East, which I thought was pretty cool. I, I, first time I've seen it. Um, this girl made like a personalized video just talking yeah. about like. That's right. Um, yeah, you yeah. That. yeah, and she yeah. sent it out to all of the contacts she had gathered. And I was like, that is so unique because here I am. Like, I have no idea who this girl is. I'm sure I crossed paths with her for two seconds, but I'm going to watch the video because I'm curious. I've never got a video in my inbox um so i thought that was cool i mean you're people are gonna watch it because it's it's unique but and if you had a longer like more interesting conversation if they had had a longer conversation with you then when you did send the video it would kind of toggle their memory again of like oh yeah like the visual i mean i think there's some visual that goes along with with trade shows 
of, of having face recognition. Mm -hmm. Totally. Totally. I've seen people include like a fun picture of them and their team at the trade show in their follow-up emails or just even like a photo of them. I mean, you know, Chris has like great mascot photos, like a fun, like, (laughs) you know, picture from the show. But again, their inbox is going to be, you know, it's going to be full and just saying, Hey, we had a great conversation at the show, blah, blah, blah. It might not register, but getting them to like recognize you again, your face. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's, it's very interesting. Um, Last one, just because it's a quick one, and I think it's probably an obvious answer, but I can cross it off my potential podcast topic list. Do you correct someone? The answer is no. But how how do you handle it when when someone pronounces uh, a, a word wrong? And I have acai, kombucha, and quinoa, otherwise known known as kombucha, quinoa, and Acai gets like a million different terms, and I've heard all those pronounced wrong. It's like what, what can what what can you do? I, I guess there's unless you're a family or close friend, you just suck it up. You know, yeah, and, and of or, course or you, you just do, say it correctly. You try yeah, to say it correctly yeah. three times. In yeah, like you say it right after they say it, and you just correct them. And it's no, like you can't. Like, no, I think you have to avoid. <laughs> I, it's funny, right? If they if they say if they say quinoa like quinoa. Like, I feel like you then officially can't say quinoa or it's, it's a little awkward. No, <laughs> I think it's a little awkward. No, I, I'm, I'm the opposite. I just say the word. Then there's tension. Right. Use it in another sentence right it after right, they did, And do we you know? fight about this or do we? Yeah, yeah, it? yeah. I'm on Matt's side. You ignore yeah, yeah. Do, do we Do we talk about the elephant room that you said kombucha and I said kombucha? Like, are we talking about it? Like, I, I just figure they, they'll they hopefully like next time they'll think about it right but I, it'll, it'll pique their interest enough that when they go home they're gonna look up you know what's the pronunciation but then, but then they're gonna be cringy they're gonna be like oh my god I'm so mortified I said I mean I was talking to a, a massive granola company and she I don't know if she, she's butchered acai and I'm like and like talking about how they have like traction there I'm like and you should probably know. So anyway, yeah, as soon as they say it, I feel so uncomfortable. But yeah, Brooke, I'm the same. I'm like, I will not say the correct word because that's going to be a moment where we both realize that one of us is right and I know I'm right. Nutritious berry is amazing. (laughs) Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, like those kind of like shops where they serve bowls would be breakfast bowls or treat bowls would be that are purple colored. Uh, and come with fruit and nuts and peanut butter are delicious. Um, it's very funny. All right. That was good. Thank you guys very much.